Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go-to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Kelly Wisness. Hi, this is Kelly Wisness. Welcome back to the award-winning Hospital Finance Podcast. Kaufman Hall recently released their National Hospital Flash Report for February 2023. This episode, I'm joined by Eric Swanson of Kaufman Hall to discuss the results of this latest report. Eric, welcome back to the show. Kelly, thanks so much for having me, and it's great to be speaking with you this morning. Yes, definitely. Well, let's go ahead and jump in. Eric, what are the key takeaways from your latest report? Yes, well, well, January was a rather interesting month for, for hospitals, and there's quite a few areas that, that I think present some interesting uh, findings, particularly as uh, we understand hospital finances, how they've unfolded to date throughout the course of the pandemic, and what that may mean for, for 2023. So, so to begin with, what we've noticed here at, at, in January is that hospitals are off to a smoother start, particularly than last year. Uh, last year being the height of the Omicron uh, right around January, although performance for hospitals, even with some of that improvement, remains well below pre-pandemic levels, unfortunately. And, and what we'll talk about is, is that much of this is really dri- being driven by high expenses uh, with revenues not keeping pace with that growth in expense. Additionally, what we're finding is some challenges uh, due to volumes overall. Uh, and, and what we believe and, and what we think the report is beginning to tell us and what we're observing from our clients is that we may be starting to see here what the new normal for hospitals in 2023 may look like. Again, with, with performance that remains below that of pre-pandemic levels. And for hospitals, this will be really critical, particularly uh, in their ability to manage their own cash, given these reduced uh, levels of profitability. Very interesting. And let's talk hospital margins. How did hospital margins fare in February? Yeah, so as I mentioned, hospital margins in in, uh, January were unfortunately still well below that of pre-pandemic levels. And and the median hospital operating margin for the month was minus 1%. And just for a point of comparison, in pre-pandemic levels uh, or or good years, if you will, hospital operating margins rarely exceed a three and a half to four percent. So, so the fact that these margins were were below zero and at minus one percent represents uh, so, some tremendous challenges. That that being said, as as I noted before, January of last year. Uh, was the height of the Omicron surge. And, and luckily for hospitals, we, we haven't had to face that type of seasonal surge uh, this year. So these margins remain about 16% above that of last year, as well as the year prior during the pandemic. So while margins have continued to improve over the course of the last year from the depths of the pandemic, they still have a ways to go to, to reach those pre-pandemic levels. And we expect for the course of 2023, that margins will still remain depressed throughout the course of the year. It is possible uh, that we will have months where margins uh, uh, move solidly into the black for for these hospitals. However, uh, we we expect, again, that even in those months where where the operating margins are positive, the overall performance will be uh, below that of pre-pandemic levels. Okay, got it. And how did hospital revenues perform for the month? Yeah, so so hospital revenue uh, per- performance was somewhat mixed for the month, and and it's important to note here that as we we think about this, there's a variety of factors, and and certainly with uh, the changing uh, ways in which patients are accessing care, influencing some of the revenues. 
So, so first off, to begin with, net operating revenue uh, unfortunately dropped 3% on a month-over-month basis from December of last year, but does remain quite a bit higher than prior years, to the tune of uh, around 5% for, for 2022 and 2021, and nearly 12% higher than January of, of 2020. What you'll note within the, the revenue performance, although on an overall basis um, uh, remains uh, elevated over those pre-pandemic levels, is it is really being driven by an increase in outpatient revenue on both a month-over-month basis and year-over-year basis, uh, such that outpatient revenue is, is almost 20% higher uh, than it was from pre-pandemic levels and over the course of the, the last few years. This really begins to represent the, the shift in patient care where patients are choosing to access care outside the traditional walls of the hospital uh, and moving to access that care through outpatient sites. This is also reflected in, in revenue figures. We, we uh, measure a metric called the inpatient outpatient adjustment factor, which essentially measures the, the contribution of, of outpatient revenue uh, to the total revenue being generated. Uh, and we note that that figure continues to increase uh, over these, these months uh, and, and remains uh, quite a bit elevated again over pre-pandemic levels, further highlighting this, this shift in patients to that outpatient site of care. The, the last thing I'll mention here on revenues as well, so while revenues have grown uh, overall, as I noted, on a volume adjusted basis, when we look at net patient revenue per adjusted patient day, while elevated over pre-pandemic levels, it's only elevated to the tune of around 7%. And, and as we talk about what's driving some of the challenges for hospitals, that is not keeping pace with the growth in expense. Thank you, Eric. And what about the hospital expenses? Yes, so so hospital expenses is the main the main story here, and 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 no different than uh, individual consumers and other businesses experiencing elevated expenses in the market. Hospitals themselves also experiencing uh, those same types of challenges. So to begin with, total expense for hospitals rose on a month over month basis, rose on a year over year basis, rose against 2021, and rose significantly over uh, 2020, January of 2020, uh, such that it is nearly 18% higher than pre-pandemic levels. This demonstrates an incredibly large increase in expense. Now, what, what is driving these, these large increases in expense? We, we can get into this. So much of the expense, perhaps unsurprisingly, is, is labor expense, with labor expense remaining uh, nearly 21% above pre-pandemic levels. Now, this is happening due to a variety of, of reasons. First off being the, the larger over macroeconomic factors, uh, as we are seeing overall wages uh, begin to uh, increase. Further, for, for hospitals and healthcare systems, the nursing shortages that exist uh, within the space have also led uh, to those, those increases in uh, wages, not only for premium pay, but also for the utilization of contract labor or agency staff uh, and other types of, of pay in order to retain uh, those staff that the hospitals um, have themselves. And as we look at the expense data, we know for that, that nursing shortage that the FTEs per AOB or the number of, of FTEs, the full-time equivalents working for, for every occupied uh, bed in the hospital, uh, still is down nearly 8% uh, from pre-pandemic levels and down 6% from last year, which means that, that the number of hours being worked are lower and, and that the labor shortages continue to persist. 
It's also worth noting here that that the types of patients that are coming into the hospital are sicker patients and staying longer. And as such, this is also driving up many of the non-labor categories with, with supply and drug expenses also remaining elevated to the tune of around 12% on, on a year-over-year uh, uh, basis. Purchase service expense too, as, as the overall expenses and inflationary pressures stress uh, the, the industry and the market as a whole, uh, those companies by which um, hospitals are purchasing services from are also passing their costs on to those hospitals. And those purchase service expenses remain elevated by nearly 23% over, over pre-pandemic levels and 6% over the last uh, few years. So on an overall basis, expenses have unfortunately risen across all categories of labor and non-labor. Now, as I noted previously, that, that uh, net patient service revenue on a volume adjusted basis, while having uh, increased by, by around 7% uh, um, when looking at it, uh, that has not kept pace with the volume uh, adjusted uh, growth and expense, which all remains elevated again on the order of 13 to 25%. So expense growth is greatly outpacing that of, of revenue growth, particularly as, as we uh, compare relative to pre-pandemic levels. Wow, thank you for that explanation. And so on a related note, how did hospital volumes perform? Yep, so so although hospitals are experiencing um, highly elevated expenses, the volumes themselves remain somewhat anemic. So as we think about these volumes uh, on a month over month basis, so relative to December, uh, discharges from hospitals declined by, by around 2%. Uh, which also represents a 9% decline relative to pre-pandemic levels. That being said, we did note that, that volumes increased slightly over last year and the year prior. So again, there is some volumes beginning to return to the hospitals, but, but still uh, not nearly as much as we would expect from pre-pandemic conditions. Now, what we also note is while the number of, of patients visiting the hospital is measured by those discharges is, is down significantly, the patient days have not declined to the same degree. So what this means is that the average length of stay uh, in patients has increased quite dramatically, uh, being up 4% on a month-over-month -month basis and 7% over pre-pandemic levels. So this is due to sicker patients uh, coming into the hospital and, and staying longer, which, as I noted before, as those sicker patients are in the hospital, they are driving many of those, those expenses up. And really importantly here with, with the average length of stay is the, the labor shortages that I noted previously. Those labor shortages are also affecting the healthcare industry in post-acute sites of care. So those sites of care outside the hospital which is, which is really critical because for hospitals, that is where they will ultimately discharge many patients too. So think skilled nursing facilities, nursing homes and others. And as those post-acute sites of care do not have the staff to be able to take those patients, hospitals have an inability to discharge those patients. And why this is really, really critical is this means that there are patients staying in the hospital longer than they should, ultimately continuing to require uh, expenses uh, to, to care for those patients, uh, but there is no corresponding revenue uh, with those patients. So I think when looking at the volumes, one of the most important points to note here in January is this increase in, in the average length of, of stay, which leads to a lot of these other impacts of which we've, we've just discussed. 
I also mentioned earlier that that we are seeing a shift in care uh, to the outpatient sites and, and the outpatient revenue for hospitals are growing. And, and what we also noted in this most recent report is that is impacting volumes, particularly in those areas in which patients can choose where they're accessing their care. ED being a, a, a primary example of this. We note that the ED visits are down 5% on a month over month basis and down nearly 10% relative to pre-pandemic levels. And this is as patients begin to choose care in, in urgent care centers, retail pharmacies and, and clinics, telemedicine areas, or, or perhaps even uh, accessing care through their primary care providers. And again, this is very important for hospitals as from a pre-pandemic era, uh, the ED was the front door of the hospital. But, but given what we've seen in this most recent report and over the last several, uh, that front door of the hospital has clearly shifted uh, to, to different sites of care. I'll also note along these, these similar lines, what we find is that operating room minutes are relatively flat on a month over month basis and, and remain depressed relative to pre-pandemic levels uh, by around 4%. Again, highlighting that many patients are choosing to access uh, surgical care in ambulatory surgery centers and, and other outpatient sites. Again, this is also really critical for hospitals as these uh, outpatient settings and, and elective surgeries that, that hospitals would, would have traditionally performed uh, generally are, are, are uh, quite contributory to their, their positive margins. And as these volumes are pulled away, this will unfortunately uh, lead, to, lead to increased pressures for, for hospitals on an overall basis. So, so on, on a, a large perspective here, these volumes are anemic, but do reflect care and reflect the, the challenges of sicker patients coming into the hospital. Great. I, I know it continues to be a challenging time in healthcare, Eric. Um, you know, if someone wanted to get a copy of the latest report, where can they go? Yes, absolutely. So, so these uh, reports are are free of charge, and, and we we love to have readers uh, um, reading these each month. So, so to uh, access a copy of this report or subscribe for future reports, uh, they can navigate to kaufmanhall.com, and we have a category called Insights and Reports at, at the top of the page, uh, and you'll very easily be able to see our National Hospital Flash Report as well as our Physician Flash Report uh, with, with all of these wonderful findings and, and more uh, contained within. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Eric, and for your valuable insights and information around the latest National Hospital Flash Report. You're very welcome, Kelly. And thank you all for joining us for this episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. Until next time. This concludes our episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help protect and optimize revenue at your hospital, visit Bessler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bessler. Smart about revenue, tenacious about results.